0: You're listening to the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show number 29 and the second in a series of specials from 2010 New York Comic Con. On the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show number 29 and this New York Comic Con special number 2... Doug Plumbo and I speak to some of the cast members of Forest of Fear from Tuxedo, New York, which starts every Friday, Saturday night at nightfall. You can check them out via their website, theforestoffear.com. Doug Plumbo was walking around the floor here, and we found these like um, really intense, really retro characters. Uh, who are you guys? And I really wish I had my <laughs> photographer here. Um, you first, sir. Uh,
1: my name is Christopher Glass. I am a doctor. Quite frankly, I'm not a very good one because, uh, well, everyone in town is pretty
2: much dead. And you, Miss. Hello, I am the Duchess Isabella van Dan, and um, I am here visiting this place today and uh, hoping to uh, maybe catch a meal or two. Yes. And you, sir?
1: The Baron Olaf von Heslop. It is true. One of the many denizens of the Forest of
0: Fear. Mm. Now, I, I don't mind telling you guys, um, no offense, but you guys seem a little dead. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you saying? Well,
0: I, I, I mean, dead's the wrong word.
1: Undead? Okay.
0: We, uh,
2: we, we prefer- just... We just take care of ourselves, darling. And, and how... how um, if
0: you don't mind me asking, um... When were you guys born? You know, um, there's no polite way to say this. You, you don't look like you're from around this time period.
1: Well, a, a true lady never tells her age. But I was born sometime around the reign of Louis XVI.
0: And for folks who don't know who Louis XVI is, is he like a, a, a modern rap artist, or is he uh... a...
1: <laughs> well, let's just say his music career ended quite smashingly, or splatteringly. Decapitatedly We used a guillotine. Yes.
2: It was lovely. I remember that day. It was such fun.
1: I believe it was a Saturday.
2: Yes it was and it was it was a bit of a drizzle.
0: So you now what, what brings you guys to New York besides the Comic Con? Oh
2: <laughs> 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 Well, the city has such an exciting flavour, but really we're here to get people to come join us at the Forest of Fear.
1: We love visitors.
2: Oh, yes. Yes,
1: yes every visitors are acceptable every, what is it, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. We usually open around 7.30 because we love when it's dark out, it's a lot nicer then. And I believe we go from uh, midnight, 1am and 11 in that order.
2: Respectively.
0: Now, um, when, when people visit your fine establishment, what could they look forward to?
2: Oh, there's so much to look forward to. Well, we have the world-famous Slaughterhouse, which is 28?
1: We're going with 28.
2: 28 rooms of blood-curdling terror. We have a sideshow featuring Dexter Tripp. Um, we have carnival rides and games. Lots of fun for all the kiddies recommended for those over eight years old.
3: Now, do you run the haunted house all year round, or is it just uh, during the Halloween season? No,
1: we're only awake for one month of the year. You see, the rest of the year we're busy making improvements for our next season. very good. And catching up on our beauty sleep.
3: (laughs) I can't get over the fact that you have retractable fangs.
1: Oh, yes. I don't take them out in public. It's quite bad taste.
2: It's really for more intimate moments. By the way, miss, I,
0: I I don't mean to... You seem a little injured. Um, I, are you okay?
2: I, do, do you need an ambulance? I'm fine, thank you. Um, no, this, this the Baron and I got a little frisky earlier.
1: Sometimes we get a little
2: too excited. It's true. We're, we're just so, so, so... Oh, so glad to be here.
3: Eric, maybe you should um, describe to our radio audience where exactly this injury is. Uh, well, actually, this, this
0: poor woman has um, two horrible puncture marks um, on, on her, uh, on her ch- chest. It almost looks like...
2: Modesty, darling. Modesty.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't keep a... St- okay, who are you guys, and what are you really all about?
1: All right, well, uh, my name's Kevin Mayfis.
2: My name's Rachel Pincus. And my
0: name
4: is
1: Christopher Leidenfrost-Wilson.
0: And you guys run the Forest of Fear. We also have, I believe, your, um, your production manager? or
4: Yeah, PR director and manager of the show, yes, would be Wanda Carr. Okay. And we are in our 18th season of the Forest of Fear, 18th season.
0: These guys are dressed to the nines. These guys yes. look wonderful and very, very authentic. As a matter of fact, the gentleman Absolutely. sitting next to you, I mean, his eyes are freaking me out. <laughs> I cannot believe... All, everybody here is just absolutely totally yeah, phenomenal they are
4: amazing they 're professional yeah. actors they they just play it play it to yeah. the full tilt full okay. tilt
0: so um, going from left to right,
4: can we just um, yeah. sort
0: of um, just um, restate your names? Just tell us how, how did you get into this? How do you get into the
1: Occupation? occupation <laughs> um, yeah my name's Kevin Maphis. Uh, the way I got into this was uh, I used to go to the New York Renaissance Fair uh, when I was fourteen. force of Fear is owned by the same company. And so I started going to that as well, and then I was like, you know what, i I got to get a job doing this, because I'm dressing up already, yeah. so I might as well get paid to do it. And uh, it's, it's a hell of a time. It's just wonderful. It really is. You guys are looking like you guys are having
0: a lot of fun, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Rachel Pincus. I'm a professional actor here in New York City, um, and a big nerd. So I started performing for the Renaissance Fair um, two years ago and had such a blast doing that, and we just finished up our um, 2010 season, Um, and I decided to stay on and do Forest of Fear, and I'm really, really excited.
1: Uh, We all have very similar stories. I started with the New York Renaissance Fair in 2004, so this is my sixth season with them, uh, and also my sixth season doing the Forest of Fear. and, you know, we, have, we just have a great time entertaining people and, and scaring people. And so it's kept me coming back all these years. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, mission accomplished on that right there. Um, and you, Miss.
4: Oh, yes. Um, my name is Wanda Carr, and I'm one of the managers of the show and in charge of PR for the event. And I've been at this Renaissance Fair for two years managing it with my husband, Vince Carr. And I would say that it's really an amazing experience. What we do at the Renaissance Fair with interactive entertainment is a, is a lot of what's brought to the house um, to the Haunted House, the Slaughterhouse, they call it. Um, the Sideshows bring Insectivora, Cavalcade of the Odd, um, Dexter Trip. There's psychics there, food, vending, you name it. It's just really, it's a wonderful group of people to work with. We're bringing these entertainers that come from the city, and, and it's, it's exciting, and it's new every time you go because it's interactive. These, these folks are not just dressed up, looking good. They interact with you, so every time you go, there will be a new experience. So it's the same with the Renaissance Fair as it is with the Forest of Fear.
3: Great. And I I know we've already uh, talked about it, but uh, can you give us, like, the website again and the details, like the hours of operation? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
4: Um, We are open Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. We say nightfall, which is we start selling tickets about 6.30 or 7 and open the house shortly thereafter. We are open Fridays nightfall to 12, Saturdays nightfall to 1 a.m., and Sundays nightfall to 11 p.m. through Halloween, October 31st. We are going to be having a blood drive. Ooh. Mm -hmm of Blood on uh, next Friday, October 15th and October 29th. So that's pretty exciting if you want to come and donate some blood. I won't tell you how this all happens, but you can find <laughs> out for yourself. And our website is com, And we're located in Tuxedo, New York.
3: I've actually been to the Renaissance Fair up in oh, Tuxedo. Yeah. It was, and my kids loved it. I loved Great. it. My wife loved it. I didn't go to the Forest of Fear, but next time we go, I'll obviously... Uh, Stop by. Oh, please. And what, mm-hmm. well, when is your season?
4: Um, for the Renaissance Fair. Well, for oh, the fourth we We just opened yesterday, October 8th, and we generally run Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through October.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's always in the same location?
4: Yes, always in the same location, absolutely. Okay. And
3: this question is directed towards the um, big nerd? <laughs>
2: yes, hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you said
3: that you're a professional actress here in New York? Yes, I am. Um, can you tell us where other places maybe people can see you or what you're in now? Oh,
2: goodness. I've been so busy with the Renaissance Fair. Well, um, I'm a voiceover actor, um, so you can um, catch one of my comedy shows, Broadway Abridged. You can download it on Amazon.com. Just search Broadway Abridged. You can also download the Broadway Bullet podcast, which contains the episodes of Broadway Abridged. I just... (laughs) <laughs> There's not much else that's public. I just finished up an educational computer program, which should hopefully be um, hitting select schools soon, which is exciting.
3: And where could people get your podcast from?
2: Uh, they can search Amazon.com for Broadway Abridged. Great.
0: One last question here. It's like, um, are you you guys got plans for for uh, for for Christmas?
2: <laughs> oh, sleeping.
1: Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty much dead tired by that time. <laughs> Although you can sit on the big pirate's lap upstairs and tell him what you want for Halloween. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's phenomenal, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, get back here. You're too old to believe in Santa Claus, pirates or not. Guys, thank you so much. It's it's a pl- privilege talking to you. I wish you all the best of luck, and we'll see you later this the season. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank
4: you for having us.
5: Ganush eats raw meat for dinner. Why don't you ask me what kind of raw meat uh, I okay. eat? <clears> okay. <throat> uh, what kind of raw meat do you have for dinner? Don't ask. <laughs> you don't want to know. But you
0: you just you just asked me to, to ask you what kind of raw meat you have for dinner.
5: Whatever raw meat I can find. You look pretty tasty yourself.
0: Well, well, thank you. I mean, a lot of ghouls have told me... Wait a minute. Hold on a second here. So, um, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and, and what brought you to New York City?
5: Yes. I come to New York City to live and to work. However, if someone is not nice to me... Curse them. Uh, and your curses do, do what, per se? My curses will send you to the uttermost regions of hell. Oh, you mean New Jersey? Yes. Yes.
0: Now your real name, please.
5: Hi, this is Gia Pace.
0: Okay, and and how do we know you from? Um, I guess uh, you're with your friends from the Forest of Fear.
5: That's right. Um, I this is my first year um, performing at the Forest of Fear in Tuxedo, New York, and I've uh, been performing at the New York Renaissance Fair for four years. And the New York Renaissance Fair also does the Forest of Fear during the month of October. And I've never done a haunted house or tried to scare anyone before. Last night was my first night, and I surprisingly scared people. I couldn't believe the potential I had inside of me.
0: What can you tell me about your character?
5: Uh, my character is a gypsy woman from Eastern Europe. And um, if she doesn't like you, she's going to curse you and make your life miserable. She likes to glare at people, give them the evil eye, and um, and uh, give them the horns with her fingers um, and spook people out and surprise them. And sometimes she's wielding an axe. Because she likes to cut hair with an axe. Long, beautiful hair.
0: Uh, just like my former girlfriend's mother. Now, Doug, uh, Doug Palumbo here also has a couple of questions
3: for you.
5: Sure. Hi, when Doug.
3: It, how are you doing? Good. When it comes to your characters, whether yours or other um, actors in the uh, haunted house, do you get to come up with them or are they given to you?
5: Um, there actually is a very, very short rehearsal process. We have we audition, and then we have one meeting a few days before the haunted house opens. We pick out some clothes to wear and uh, give them some instruction, and we basically work on the characters ourselves. They're pretty much given to us, but or we work with the artistic director to come up with what we want to do. And uh, the makeup team's phenomenal, and they do prosthetics on our faces and wonderful makeup, and so everyone looks pretty badass, if I might say. Oh, that's great. Am I allowed to say that on podcasts? Yes. Oh, okay.
3: absolutely. Um, <laughs> now, when... You can edit this part out. I just lost my train of thought. Um,
5: yeah. It, I tend to do that to people.
0: Yeah, that usually happens when we talk about ass. You <laughs> usually do lose it. A-
3: yeah, that's, you, you had me at ass. <laughs> That'll go in.
5: Yeah, now you're going to well, have to lose What I want
0: to ask you is, is that when you... You just did the character just here, just cold like that, Mm -hmm. and you did a, a really great job. Oh, thank you. Now, um... Do you go somewhere in your head when you're doing this, or is it just something that just comes naturally? What's the acting process like for you?
5: Well, um, you know, I'm basing it on several characters that I've seen either in movies or television or you know on, on stage, and um, and then taking a little bit from myself and from you know people I know. I was told last night um, by some patrons I reminded them of their grandmothers. <laughs> Uh, that didn't settle set too well with me, though, because that's kind of mean to say your grandmother's like a old gypsy woman that's cursing people. And that's not fair to you
0: because you were obviously a very lovely young woman. <laughs> oh, you know I mean? thank that's- you.
5: Yeah, people were, like, making fun of the way I looked all night. But they didn't know what I looked like underneath. Ah, see, there you go. <laughs>
1: there
3: you go. Now, with the, uh, I remember what I was going to say. With the, um, with the show, and I don't know if you know, but do they have a plan every year as to what kind of characters they want and what they want to do?
5: Uh, yeah, um, our creative director Christopher Detroit, He um, he comes up with um, the plan of what he's going to be doing with the haunted house. He's not here today at Comic Con because you know he's really busy out there getting stuff together. But he'll have characters and ideas for characters. Like he saw a movie and looked at me. I told him I wanted to do the show, and he looked at me and he said, "This is the character that you're doing," and so we took it from there. And he just comes up with. Uh, He's very good at casting people to be certain things, so he's very good at fitting people to what they'd be the best at.
3: That's great, and they update it and sort of freshen it up every year. It's not the same thing. Year after year, it's always something different.
5: There's always something different. This year, um, they rearranged some things, and they added some new rooms, and so they definitely did a lot of updates this year, and we're always striving to make it better and different for people who come back again. And, uh, and it's just going to get better and better, you know, as the years go on, too. There's some really neat plans in the works for the next couple of years. So you're already
0: thinking ahead to next year. I'm addicted to it. You're addicted, to, addicted it. to it. I'm addicted to it. What is so addicting about it?
5: Gosh, you know what it is? Um, the same thing with the Renaissance Fair, too. Um, I have a real job that I love, and I go to work every day, and I'm very happy doing that job. And I used to be an actress, and I decided, you know, that wasn't right for me. Um, but I still do this for fun. So I go and um, I go out there and I start talking to patrons and I can pretty much get away with just about anything. And where else can you get away with saying anything in life? Like I can yell at them and they laugh at me. Yep. I, they, they pay me to yell at them or to scare them. And, you know, you just can't walk up to someone in real life and go, "Boo." <laughs> so. Well,
0: OK, in character, how would you yell at me?
5: Oh, dear. Or oh, yell at Doug. He's <laughs> easier. The, I I'd like to, to yell at Doug just because yeah. he loses his train of thought very easily. Um, I would probably, what I did last night a lot is I was on the line for the haunted house collecting tickets. So I would stand on the line and people would walk up behind me and I would turn around and say, TICKETS! And jump in their face and they would get really scared and give me their tickets. As so. they should. Yes. <laughs> so
0: just yelling at our photographer would you like to yell at our photographer in character of course
5: come here photographer person come here I'm going to curse you photographer what is your name
0: Uh, her name is Becky
5: Becky you're cursed (laughs) you're cursed to the pits of hell do not look at me like that Mm. I give you evil eye we're on the radio and taking a picture well it's really (laughs) not the radio (laughs) or you know it's
3: podcast right right it's like still life television
5: (laughs) (laughs) there we go (laughs) Awesome. Thank you, Becky. Now, did
3: you bring your costume today?
5: No, I didn't. So I'm just kind of helping out with the PR aspect of it and getting people sign up. And there were enough actors in costume, So, And um, my, um, my costume isn't that complicated, but I have a very complicated facial prosthetic uh-huh. that takes a long time to put on. You know, sitting in the makeup chair it takes a long time to come off. Can you still see like the red that just made li- on my skin? Just a little. It's not oh that- God, I hope it goes away. It's okay. it's all right. <laughs> I don't want to have red marks all over my I face. I don't want to say
3: anything, but geez, no.
5: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so.
0: absolutely. Um, is there a um, is there a thought process when you get into character, or is it as soon as you put the costume on, you're but the character? The
5: costume, surprisingly, helps a lot, and the thought process. I guess I went through last night because I had very little time to prepare for this. Um, is I just. I just thought of a few um, kinds of little gags I was going to do with people. And then throughout the night, other things developed. So, um, you know, I started out, you know, I was going to curse people. Then my creative director handed me an axe, uh, you know, like a fake axe. And then I decided when I had the axe that I was going to try to cut people's hair and... So it just builds, and um, my character t- today will be much different from the character that I end up with at the end um, of this run, because we'll just add, and just like seeing a person, will something will click in my brain, and I'll have like a new bit to do with them. So I can't tell you what that is right now, because most of the stuff happens on the spot, because most of it's improv performance, so you just have to be creative, keep an open mind, and, um, you know take it from there
0: obvious question but how did your acting career prepare you for this
5: well um my acting career has actually prepared me for everything i've i've done in my life to this point because it teaches you to be sociable and to to be well spoken and to be creative and really any job can use those those traits good memorization skills that always helps in any job you know, I had a lot of good training from a lot of great teachers, and um, but I'd say like most of the stuff uh, that I've learned has to have been just by doing it So, and meeting people. Just looking around you and looking at people, you can get so much material.
0: What kind of material could you get out of Doug?
5: Doug's pretty <laughs> scary. Um, yeah, basically, just the way he laughs makes me cringe.
3: <laughs> wow. I love you, Doug. I'll put my microphone down now. <laughs>
1: Okay.
5: At least I know Doug's name. I don't know your name, so (laughs) this
3: interview's over.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm I'm
5: Eric, and this is our photographer Becky. We know Becky. Yeah. Say Say hi, Becky. Hi, Becky. (laughs) Um, Hi. I don't know your name. Oh, I'm Gia. Gia, nice to
0: meet you. Yes. Yes. Gia is from the Forest of Fear. Okay. Yes. Yes.
5: I saw the um, actors that you had on there, the in costume, fantastic. Isn't that awesome? It is. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. I can't wait. I'm going to be leaving soon to go back so I can haunt a little bit more.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I wish Are you going to
5: come out and see us?
0: I am now. You
5: have to now.
0: I absolutely have I'll to. I'll be standing
5: at the door of the haunted house taking tickets.
0: You know what? Maybe I'll show up in costume as well.
5: Oh, now that would be something. Touche. He'll be the pirate dear. chicken. Touché.
3: What's that, Doug? I said you'll be the pirate chicken. <laughs> That's from an earlier interview.
5: Everyone needs a pirate chicken in their life. I tell you,
0: I'm never going to forgive you for that, Doug. No. Just to give you a little background, we went to a um, a, a, a voiceover seminar mm-hmm. here. Um, and uh, I volunteered to be one of the first people to go up. And, mm-hmm. and, she, and she was just pulling out these characters to have people. And the first one I did was a pirate, mm-hmm. which was easy to do. My voice still hurts from it.
5: Mm-hmm. Can we hear it? I want to hear this pirate.
0: Oh, I, I, I don't think
5: so, matey. It's, it's going to be
0: mighty hard with this, with this gruff voice of mine.
5: I like the way you do like the facial expressions and the, and the hand motions with it.
0: Oh, it's from years <laughs> of drinking the salt water, me lass.
5: <laughs> of course it is.
0: I thought okay, it was from then constipation. Uh, and, then, and then it's like, of course, he had me do a, a, a character as a chicken.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: and uh, And she asked, asked me to do all the motions because when you do the motions, mm-hmm. you get into
5: character. That's true. That's exactly how I feel. Like, if you,
0: if you walk like you own the room and you're the coolest person in the room, you become the coolest person in the room. Mm-hmm. So.
5: And hey, somebody's
0: unplugging us. No, I'm just kidding. It's okay, pal. <laughs> yep. just so, charging
5: his phone. Yeah, as a matter of thanks fact. for interrupting us, by the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Would you like to curse him? <laughs> no, yeah,
5: I'm gonna curse you.
0: <laughs> okay. So, you, um what's what's on tap after? Uh, um, after Halloween. What are you going to be doing after that?
5: Well, um, like I said, I'm really not an actress anymore. I'm actually um, in news. I'm a digital journalist, so I actually interview people about charities and and stuff. So um, I'm going to continue doing that, and I probably won't get back into acting until the Renaissance Fair starts up next year. Well,
0: I'd love to have you over again and do another podcast on on that. Uh, I'd like to do a
3: podcast on your podcast.
0: Oh,
5: that's great. (laughs) Where
3: can people hear your podcast?
5: Well, I I don't have a podcast, but... um, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think I want to mix the two. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you off air, like okay, you know, sure, where I work and everything. that'll, so. that'll be. Great. I try not to mix the two, but uh.
0: we can keep it separate. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the best acting gig, gig that you got in a while. That's great.
5: Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I've done more acting since I like, quit acting than when I was an actress.
0: <laughs> so then that's the advice to all the actors and actresses out there.
5: Quit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Quit acting. That's my advice. <laughs>
0: So any, any last words just as yourself mm-hmm. and in character?
5: Uh, last words as myself. The New York Renaissance Fair and Forest of Fear are a really special place in my heart, uh, especially the Renaissance Fair. I came there as a kid. I vowed to work there, and I worked really hard, and I got there. And uh, and I just think it's a magical place, uh, either at the Renaissance Fair or, you know, seeing Forest of Fear and the, the slaughterhouse. Um, they're both places where things can happen that you just wouldn't get in normal life. And it just sparks the imagination. I think it's really important. And let's see. What can my character say? Go to hell. <laughs>
0: Thank you very Thank, much. You, Thank you, Eric.
5: You. Thank you, Doug.
0: The Federal Chronicles Radio Show, number 29, was brought to you by The Forest of Fear. Screaming is only the beginning. You can find The Forest of Fear on Route 17A in the Sterling Forest in Tuxedo, New York. It runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night starting at nightfall. And it will continue to do so right up until Halloween night. If you're in the area, you got to check it out. TheForestOfFear.com the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show, number 29, was also brought to you by RetroAgoGo, the source for accessories, apparel, and home decor items that get someone noticed for their personal retro style or custom couture. It's a perfect resource for retrocentrics like us. RetroAgoGo.com. The Fedora Chronicles Radio Show, number 29, was also brought to you by Penman Hats, bulldog tough fedoras made right here in the United States. PenmanHats.com. Next time on the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show and Comic-Con Special, Doug Palumbo and I talk to a voice coach and Emmy Award-winning actress. Look for it to be posted in a couple of days. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, you can do so by going to the slash podcast You can use iTunes by clicking on the Advanced tab on the upper left-hand side of the application. Then click Subscribe to Podcast. Then type or paste that address. Again, it's the slash podcast dot XML. That internet address will also work for any other podcast application tools or browsers. If you need any help, please be sure to ask for it on our forum, The Electric Speakeasy. Until next time, on behalf of myself and the rest of the Fedora Chronicles team, this is Eric King Fisk reminding you to keep your chins up and your fedoras on.